Hello, welcome to the final episode of series one of the At Least You Didn't podcast. I'm Caroline Verdon. Time to say goodbye. I nailed that. Oh dear. If you didn't know by now, this is the podcast where Caroline and I... Annabelle Buckland, tell you the most ridiculous stories, the most ridiculously, horrendously embarrassing stories from our disastrous lives. So this was born out of lockdown where Caroline and I would message each other fairly regularly, basically daily, trying to outdo each other with the horrendous stories from our entire lives. And we wrote all of these down on bits of paper, put them in a bag, popped them in the post, and uh, press record and made a podcast out of it. Many people said, I mean, great idea for your podcast, but you're going to run out of stories pretty quickly, aren't you? And to them I say, (laughs) 18 episodes and a whole other series are about to come out in a couple of months' time. We're on fire. You've underestimated how disastrous our lives really are. I think our favourite part of this podcast has been the equally embarrassing stories that you have been sharing with us and that we have been able to share on the podcast it makes us feel 10 times better about doing things like having emergency poos in skips 100 percent falling off treadmills just knowing that you have also had these terrible terrible encounters as well so please do send in more of your horrendous stories we are planning series two as we speak and we want to get you involved. Uh, also, if you appeared on a story in series one, we will be talking more about this uh, in the weeks to come across the socials. But there might be a little an awards do going on for our, our favourite, at least you didn't, oh yes, you did stories. Oh, could be you. Is that the kind of award you want to win? <laughs> I won an award for having a disastrous life. Well, this is the thing I've been thinking of. What is the award? Do we do it as a trophy or do we need like a little golden toilet or something? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We will think this through, uh, but it will be happening over the next few weeks. Uh, Right, coming up on this week's episode, at least you didn't make a terrible mistake on Facebook. Forget what was appropriate in the workplace. Or get a ticket before you'd even passed your driving test. At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. At least you didn't make an epic mistake on Facebook. So, it was circa 2008. I am dating. Like, I am going on a lot of dates. A lot of first dates that never turn into a second date. Dating hard. Yeah, because the way I view it, um, I was at that point in my life where I knew I wanted to find somebody and settle down. And I'd, you know, had a decent job. I'd managed to buy myself a flat. And I thought, you know, this will just be the piece in that puzzle, someone to share my life with. So yeah. you go on a lot of dates, don't you? And then they're all wallies and you think, this is never going to work. Bit them off, right? Try again, bit them off. I'm going to die alone. <laughs> yeah, watch Bridget Jones cry a lot. Um... So I go on a date with this guy and I've met him on an online dating thing and he was really nice, surprisingly so. I didn't hold much hope for the date, um, but actually it was pretty good. We got on really well um, and he wanted a second date and I was like, yes, great. Like, this is good. You want a second date and I want a second date, not just me, not just you. 
These perfect. are perfect conditions for Ugh. a second date. Exactly. Bring it on. Anyway, so I got home from this first date and my flatmate said to me, what was he like? I was like, oh, lush. And I swear, even better looking than he was in his pictures. So she said to me, right, show me him. Are you friends with him on Facebook yet? And I thought, do you even know me? Of course, I'm already friends with him on Facebook. Um, what? So, Hang on. But you... Yes, what? Annabelle. On the, by the first date, you're already friends on Facebook. Annabelle, we were Facebook friends before we went on a first date. Oh, my God. Did you know each other already? No. We'd just spoken to each other for about two or three weeks. And I thought, this is the best way to figure out if you're a weirdo or not. Look at your Facebook. So, oh my God. I don't even save their number in my phone till I've been <laughs> on at least three dates. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, right, here you go. Ha- like, have a look. So, we're like scrolling through all his pictures. Scrolly, 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 scrolly. And it's, I don't know. We started off in wherever we were, 2008. And we go back and like... 2007 you know we're we've then uh cracked open a bottle of wine and we're watching sex in the city um and we're still scrolling through scrolly 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 2005 scrolly 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 like just just <laughs> we're just going for it we're absolutely going for it and we, we look at them all anyway um then i realize that i've not been clicking next i have somehow <laughs> been clicking like and I Those have looked. buttons just aren't the same thing. I don't know how I did it, okay? I do not know how I did it. Um, but I had liked a lot of them. A lot of them. I am, I don't know, three, four hundred photos in by this point. Didn't know what to do. What do you do? He was really nice. He was up for the oh second date. I really wanted a second date. Now I'm picturing it him like looking at his phone and being like, 1,942 <laughs> notifications. What's that about? <laughs> so I had to come up with a plan. I just don't even know how you manage that. I don't how know. They're not even the same button. They're not even... And they they weren't back then. They weren't even close to each other. I honestly don't know how it happened. Maybe it was the gods of Facebook going, she's too creepy for you, mate. We're going to show you. <laughs> I've no idea. Um, so I had to come up with a plan. And I do think one of my strengths is in a moment of... Ah! I do come up with pretty good plans. Like I, You know, I'll, I'm good in a crisis. So I was like, right, this is fine. Okay. I said to my flatmate, Hannah, this is part of your fault. You're going to take ownership for this. What we're going to do, you are going to write on my Facebook wall and you're going to say, mate, why have you liked 2,000 of my pictures? And then we're going to get our friend Laura to write on my Facebook wall. Mate, why have you liked like 400 photos of mine? And then we're going to get our mate Tom to write on my Facebook wall. <laughs> Seriously, what is wrong with you? Why have you just liked basically every single photo in the album? And then I will reply to each one going, I don't know what you mean. Oh, this is weird. Oh my God. Laura said this earlier. You this is weird, Tom. You have got a pathological problem. So, so that's what I did. Um, and then I wrote, wrote a Facebook status saying, no idea what the hell is going on, but apparently... My Facebook account has liked literally millions of photos today. Wouldn't have minded, but I've not even been on it. And then I got Laura, <laughs> Tom and Sarah I'm... to re-comment underneath going, 
I did think he maybe it might have, you know, turned into a massive weirdo. And I thought, right, and hopefully he'll see it. And he'll know. He didn't, did he? Well, I don't know, Annabelle. He just blocked me and never returned any more of my texts. <laughs> the first thing that I would do if I saw that I had a thousand notifications from the same person is definitely want to go and find out more about them, learn more about how I can be in their life. Yeah, so um, that didn't go anywhere. He pied you off like the creepy stalker you are. He pied me off. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to say that I'm sure you learned a lesson from that experience, but we all know you didn't. Oh, no. No lesson whatsoever. I mean, I don't think there's a single person I know that I haven't stalked. You stalked me? Of course I have. How far back have you gone on me? Do you know that you still have a MySpace account? Have I? Oh, yeah. Your MySpace account is still active. Is it actually? Yeah. It, 100%, yeah. With my, with my really bad fringe? Oh, I mean, I think you're being kind to yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't forget what was appropriate in the workplace. Annabelle Buckland. Annabelle, oh, no, like that. Elizabeth, Louise, Jemima, Puddle Duck, Buckland. <laughs> so, this is a story all about how my life got no. ripped and upside down. <laughs> Not that. This is a story from way back when I had just got my dream job at the radio station where you and I met. Okay. So, yeah. I, I think I'd been there... Probably just under a year, just probably just coming up for a year. And quite recently, I had met someone. Very exciting. (gasps) Oh, I remember this. A new love interest, Caroline. Was he the one in a band? Like, he was proper cool in an actual, not like my mates in a band, but like, did you meet him at a proper festival? At the time, it seemed like he was proper cool, as you put it, yes. And we had this kind of like, whirlwind meeting at a music festival and it was raining and it was thunder and lightning and it was just all really romantic and we carried on seeing each other and it was about probably two or three months in we lived about an hour and a half away from each other so we hadn't seen loads of each other but we had been messaging prolifically (laughs) absolutely going for it hard on the instant messaging platforms all day. Oh, not even day. not even texting on the instant messaging Who platforms. Who text? What, like an SMS? Yeah, or like a WhatsApp or whatever. Why would you, WhatsApp is an instant messaging. Oh, right, okay. I thought you meant like you're doing something what? weird, like we were just on MSN Messenger, <laughs> Yahoo Chat. We put our names in love hearts in each other's display name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, it's got less weird. Okay, yeah. So we're messaging each other all the time and it's that really exciting stage of a new relationship where Mm -hmm. you just can't not reply (laughs) and the conversation never ends you never say goodbye because the conversation just never comes to an end you're just constantly in a loop of conversation and it feels amazing and you're excited and you're also in that stage where you haven't kind of released your personality to its full extent of course not. and there are parts of you that you're still kind of hiding for fear of terrifying them yeah and one thing i'll say caroline is that i mean 
I'm a sexual being, okay? I'm a <laughs> this has taken a turn. A sexual yep. <laughs> woman, right? But what I don't enjoy is nude nude portraiture. Do you mean in of, a gallery of, of of on the phones? I can't even say I'm just going to have to say it, aren't I? I dick pics, Caroline. Yeah. I don't like them. Not a big I fan. I just don't like them. It makes me go all funny. Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. I don't know whether I'm supposed to say, wow, or that's a lovely one. <laughs> I don't know what I'm meant to say. I just don't. I don't know how much of a big deal you're meant to make of it. I don't know whether you're meant, to, I don't know whether it's meant to be a conversation starter or whether it's meant to end the conversation and start something else. But when it's sent digitally, like what, what do you do? So basically I overthink the whole thing. And I don't enjoy them. But I haven't let on yet because I'm still at that age where I... <laughs> this is only a few years ago. <laughs> talking like I was 12. I would hope I wasn't 12. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> Basically, I've done some personal growth on myself in the last few years, Caroline. I'm actually much more comfortable with what I do and don't like. But back then, I was, you know nervous to kind of say do you know what that's actually not my thing i prefer to just you know yeah see pictures of your dinner or something normal <laughs> and um <laughs> when i say i'm a girl who likes a sausage let me just clarify <laughs> i do mean on a plate with some mashed potatoes and veg <laughs> i'd much rather see a picture of a man's mashed potato because then i can have a whole conversation about how well how did you make it have you put milk in it have you put butter in it have you got it lumpy or smooth talk me through your process that's a conversation starter don't send me a picture of your appendage i want your potatoes i digress I, my heart rate is absolutely racing i wonder what my heart rate is doing my watch says it's 120 bpm see it's, it gets me going what mashed potato oh my god never watch bodger and badger imagine everybody knows badger loves what a, show. what a show what a show what a show anyway we digress where did we get to so i haven't yet disclosed my aversion to le dick pic yeah and we've got to the point in the conversation where he is obviously thinking do you know what i bet annabelle would love <laughs> picture of my penis <laughs> it's about one o'clock on probably a tuesday it's definitely it's, in the it's morning. A weekday because I'm at work. Oh, okay. In the afternoon. <laughs> Good. I'm in the office, okay? And we use Facebook Messenger for our um, ongoing conversations day to day. And I'm at work. I don't want to look like I'm on my phone all the time. So I use Facebook on my desktop, Caroline, like a normal person would. Oh, so and you can hide it so it looks as though, you know, you can just quickly put a tab over it. Oh, no, yeah, I really quickly minimise it. Quickly minimise that. Yeah, 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 get that out of the way when the boss walks past. Yep. Working working hard here. And Caroline, as you'll know, when you're using Facebook Messenger, you can either have the little uh, pop-up chat box yep. at the bottom of the screen that you can kind of minimise back into your taskbar. Or if you're on the actual Messenger tab of your Facebook account... Oh, it fills it, doesn't it? Your thread fills the entire screen. Yeah. And it's a it's a messenger tab situation here because the conversations are long and convoluted. I need to be able to see the whole thing constantly throughout the day. And um, I don't know about you, I have sent the odd picture. I have kind of allowed myself 
to conform <laughs> to the pressure. You've experimented. To be sexy. Okay. To be sexy. <laughs> but when I've sent a picture, I don't go all out straight away. Oh, God. Ever. Like, if, what, for the first ever picture? Oh, no, you test the waters, yeah. don't you? Bit of an elbow. Mm, yeah. Cheeky bit of shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just maybe maybe there's a picture of my face, but I've kind of squished my elbow, squished my shoulder into the picture. Yeah. You can see a bit of bra strap. Oh, like, yeah. I see what's going that's on That's going to get them going. Yeah. Okay. I go in soft and gentle. Yeah. Test the waters. Yeah. And it didn't seem that my new love interest had the same approach because he's gone in full on straight away. At 1pm on a Tuesday? Yeah. For a full frontal nude shot of himself. Wow. And the problem is, Caroline, is that I'm not at my desk your desk in that office was at the end of the office and you had not one but two screens. Massive, like the size of TVs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone else. Incredibly visible. (laughs) Incredibly visible, Caroline. Incredibly visible while I'm downstairs making a cup of coffee for myself. (laughs) And I... I merrily trot back upstairs and return to my desk to get on with some hard work slash hard instant messaging. Oh, man. And, oh, look! Oh, man. There is a penis. Who saw it? In all its glory. Who saw it? On my screen. And I looked at the time that the message had been sent and it had been there for about four minutes. Oh, my God. And this office is an incredibly busy open plan office lots of hustle and bustle lots of people coming in and out all the oh, time man. there is absolutely no way that nobody would have seen that that nobody wouldn't have seen no that. way no way in a million years and also all it takes is one person to see it because they're not seeing it and then keeping quiet they're seeing it and then going mate you'll never guess what i saw on annabelle's screen Oh, how mortifying. Did anybody ever say anything? Nobody ever said anything. And I never said anything either. I it was, it was too mortifying. I wanted to throw up. I don't think that was quite the reaction he was hoping for. <laughs> but do you know what was even worse about it, Caroline? The worst thing is that it wasn't it wasn't just like a a point of view shot taken from above the crotch. It wasn't even a selfie where you can see, like, a bit of it. What do you mean? He got someone to take it for him? He had set up a timer on his camera and posed for this picture so that he could be hands-free because he really made use of his hands in this pose. Oh, wow. It wasn't so much arty as it was pornographic. (laughs) (laughs) And the worst thing... It gets worse. He put it in black and white. What? He'd put a black and white filter on it. <laughs> He'd touched it up. He'd done some serious <laughs> photographic work on that. Physically and it's done metaphorically. A job. <laughs> that is so weird. I mean, instantly I'm thinking psychopath, get rid. When you look back now on that relationship, do you look back and think, yeah, that was a sign. Black and white photo oh, of his in penis. Hindsight, there was there was 
There were so many signs, Caroline, but that would that would definitely one of them. At least you did. Hang on, hang on. You did? Oh yeah, you did. Oh, you did. Super, super excited for our very special guest for today's At Least You Didn't. Oh, yes, you did. Uh, because our special guest is our hero, Antarctica Mike. Hello. He's back. The gift that keeps on giving. Firstly, we have to say, did you listen to the podcast? Can we say we have now been listened to across every single continent in the world because no pressure but this is the final episode of our first series and that'll be a pretty good accolade yes yay so we have officially been listened to in every continent in the world that's amazing don't worry mike we're not going to ask you what you thought of it we're not going to ask you is it the most brilliant thing that you've ever heard because we know it is don't worry annabelle i won't give you an answer (laughs) (laughs) what we absolutely will ask you though is for your at least you didn't story. Uh, so, at least you didn't pretend to be someone famous. Well, this is a really weird one. It's one of these live stories, which was great. And I was actually coming here in 2000, or trying to come here in 2019, I think it was. So I'd flown down um, with uh, a colleague of mine, and we were in Punta Arenas in Chile, South America. You fly commercially to Punta Arenas, and then... So they have their own aeroplane, which will take us from there to here. Um, And it's all very weather dependent. Anyway, we were um, staying in Punta, waiting for a weather window, which um, was taking forever. And we were at a burger bar, just having lunch. And my friend had on his uh, T-shirt, it said Columbia. Um, The waiter was like, my cousin's Pablo Escobar. And I was like, oh, okay. And then my friend said, oh, I made a movie in Columbia when I was at university, which he did. Uh, a couple of minutes later, the chef came out and he went to me, put his arm around me and gave his phone to my friend and said, selfie, selfie. So I was like, oh. okay. So I took a selfie with him. And that was that. A couple of minutes later, another chef came out, put his arm around another selfie. And then the waitresses came out. And they're all so, and then all of a sudden the place erupted, and all everyone has stopped, and they're all gathering around me, <laughs> taking photographs, mums, dads, kids, everyone. Don't know who they thought it was, Tom Hardy, probably. <laughs> not sure, but <laughs> you don't even know who they thought you were. No idea who I was, but it was the the most hilarious couple of hours of my life. And everyone, there's people coming in off the streets, and I've got uh, pictures of me with people were around taking photographs of people taking photographs um yeah i was i was saying to my mate i'm going poke photographs poke photographs um because... <laughs> you didn't own up to this at any point <laughs> no not at all no so I, I i was a film star in south america god knows what for um but yeah they thought they thought they didn't know who i was but we, we were someone famous and then we, we left on our push bikes <laughs> as all did, film stars do did yeah, you have to exactly, pay for yeah. lunch or did you get lunch free? no no, got lunch free. Oh. <laughs> that is so jamming. At least you didn't get a ticket before you'd even passed your test. I am not very good at exams. That sort of pressure okay. where someone says, tell me what you know or else you're stupid. Doesn't really work. <laughs> like, it just doesn't really work for me. Um, 
I go to pieces. It's why I could never do a proper quiz or a game show or anything like that. Because people would say, what's your name? And I'd go, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but I'm just... I'm- That's so funny. I'm the complete opposite. I need somebody holding a gun to my head to be able to do like my six times table. Really? Oh no, hopeless I'd that. be perfect at it then. I am mm. so much better with coursework and things like that and real life situations rather than the exams. Mm. So when it came to learning to drive, obviously there is a driving test and yeah. I wasn't very good at it. I started <laughs> having driving lessons when I was 17. I passed my test when I was 22. I had driving lessons continually. I have just had to count on my fingers. That's five years. Five years. That's five years of driving lessons, Caroline. Yeah, every birthday, every Christmas, every single relative got me driving lessons. Which, you know, thanks very much, genuinely. But also, thanks very much. I was awful. Like, I could drive and my driving instructor, like, put me in for my theory test, passed my theory test, put me in for my actual test. I was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're, honestly, you're going to nail this. I think you're going to be a first-timer. Failed it. And I didn't fail it on any minors. I failed it because I got one major. Clear okay, driving test. And annoying. then just one that's major. Really annoying. really annoying. And it's just down to panic. Just the panic of that pressure of, I know the fact that someone's marking me just doesn't make me perform well and Mm. so I failed it um and I failed it again and again and again and again and again and again I failed six times and I passed my driving test finally on my seventh go and the reason why I would fail my test the first one I failed because there was a road and it turned into um buses only and you had to turn left before the end of the road and I didn't so I failed the next one So you turned into a bus. Yeah, basically. The next one, exactly (laughs) the same place. Exactly the same thing. Um, And then there were two where I wasn't very good on a roundabout. Um, Then the next one, I did the same thing I did in the first two. The panic just absolutely set in and completely got to me. But on my sixth failed test, I think it was, one of the things that the examiner wrote was that I wasn't very good at sticking to the speed limit and I needed to do more practice. It's just that I was sort of like really fast, really slow, bit bit too fast, bit too slow, bit too fast, bit too slow. I just couldn't really hit the number, mainly because I was so nervous that my legs were shaking. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I failed test number six just a few days beforehand and my dad takes me out in the car for a driving lesson because I can't afford just constant driving instructors because clearly... I may as well have saved up and bought a house with the amount of money I've spent on them. They've all moved away. They've all emigrated. I got through three different driving instructors because two had had enough. I'm not even (laughs) kidding. Um, And my dad's taking me for this drive and there is this area in Bournemouth where it goes from 30 to 40. And it's just after you set off from some traffic lights. And so I set off from these traffic lights and my foot's down to speed up and I got caught in the 40, doing 45. (laughs) And I did not know this until like a week or so later, my dad goes, we've had a driving ticket come through, I'm speeding. And he looked at it and he went, that's when I was giving you your lesson, that's when you were driving. I'll write back to them and tell them it was you. I thought, (laughs) come on, dad, take one for the bloody team. He's like, absolutely not. I'm not having points on my licence. 
and it's illegal. I was furious. I felt that she had a complete lack of love. Um, so he wrote back to them and simply said, my daughter was driving. So then I got it through the post. You've got points, you know, fill this form in. Um, or you can contest it. I thought, screw this. I'm contesting it. And in the details, it says, when you go to court to contest it, you can't say, I wasn't doing that speed limit because we know that you were. So come on, what's your actual excuse? Yeah. I thought, I've got a great one. Now, my friend at the time, so I was 22, my friend at the time had just qualified. She'd passed her law degree, she'd passed the bar exam, um, and she'd just qualified as a solicitor. She's like, I'll help you out with this. So she wrote the letter for me, and I said, I then wrote it, rewrote it, and sent it in, basically saying that with my provisional license, um, I am being asked to do my best to learn to stick to the speed limit. Um, and as you can see from my previous six failed driving tests, um, it is one <laughs> of the... a bit of a struggle for me. It is a bit of a struggle. And it is one of the things she was expressly asked to work on. In her last test, she was told explicitly to practice sticking at the correct speed limit more. Uh, and that, Your Honour, is exactly what she's done. It's not her fault. She's not contesting it. She is just a terrible driver. And you all knew about it. <laughs> Completely dismissed. Didn't get any points or a fine. Yes. Oh, you legend. What a legend. <laughs> Officially a terrible driver. Um, and then, yeah, three, work, three weeks later, finally managed to pass my actual test. Woohoo. Wow. One week after that big accident on the motorway, totally wrote my car off. Lucky to be alive. Oh, my God. God. And also your dad hated also, you. Also, my dad hated me. <laughs> One, for, you know, just in general, and two, for writing the car off. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. Well, that is it. The end of series one of the At Least You Didn't podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening and for joining us. We've had so much fun. Uh, thank you for sending all your stories in and for all your messages across all the socials. It's been an absolute blast. I'm emotional. She hides it very well. Uh, we will be returning with series two uh, in September. We'll give you more information about that on the socials. If you haven't followed us yet, uh, you need to look for us at At Least You Didn't. You will find us there. Please will you also rate and review the podcast because it will help us to reach more people when we release season two or series two if you're English. <laughs> Should I do the song again? What's the song? You you do an emotional like, final thanks and goodbye and I'll I'll do I'll I'll do the soundtrack. You start and I'll I'll come in at a point where it feels appropriate. If you want to stop listening to the podcast Time right now. To that's completely understandable. I promise uh, this will not happen at the start of series two. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We have absolutely, as I said, loved every second. You have been amazing. Keep those stories coming. Uh, you can find out more at At Least You Didn't across Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Goodbye. We'll see you later. <laughs>